Hi everyone, welcome to the 98 Teams Microcast. I'm Wasim Parkar. It's time to talk about Roma's 2-1 win over Porto at the Stadio Olimpico. Folks, I got to be honest, and maybe this is not the best way to sell a podcast. I don't think this was a game between two teams who played an exceptional standard of football. I think the sense of the occasion, I think it was clear to see that this was a massive opportunity for both teams and both teams really wanted to do well. So there was a bit of nervousness uh, in this match that was a theme throughout, you know. Uh, there were so many nearly moments and just not quite there moments from both teams. And on reflection, I don't think you can quibble with the result. Roma were the more inventive team uh, without necessarily looking like they were going to run rampant. And I think Porto always posed a threat on the counter and made Roma's defense uncomfortable without necessarily playing on the front foot. So the fact that they managed to get one goal for their performance and Roma the win, I think is probably the fairest way the result could have gone. A few things I wanted to highlight. Uh, I thought Roma's two best players were Edin Dzeko uh, and uh, Nicolo Zaniolo. Uh, the Bosnian who has Champions League pedigree is uh, coming into form. I alluded to this in my preview for this match that he's coming into form and when Dzeko is in form, Roma look like a much better team. Not only because of his own goal-scoring threat, but Dzeko's also an excellent link player for midfielders and wingers and we we saw plenty of examples of that uh, in this match. But uh, the person who stole the limelight was, of course, uh, the young Maverick Italian, the teenager Nicolo Zaniolo. So talented, two really good finishes. Well, the second one was really a tap-in after Dzeko hit the post. Really, Dzeko deserves a credit for that. But the first goal, the vision, the fact that he was falling away and managed to hit a strike diagonally, Perfectly past Ika Casillas uh, was absolutely sensational. The fact that he can think on his feet and make decisions so quickly is really exciting to see. Uh, I talked about him making an impression on the biggest stage because he's been lighting up Syria these past six weeks and he did make that impression. The rest of the Roma team, I don't think, were absolutely amazing. I thought Federico Fazio hit some beautiful long balls out of defense. His passing was excellent. Alexander Kolrov, as always, was dangerous, but was always susceptible to the counter. That is Alexander Kolrov. He's not going to change at the age of 32. The rest of the team was a bit disappointing. I don't think anyone really shown in midfield. Lorenzo Pellegrini tried to create moments of danger. He was one of those guys who was there with a lot of the not quite there nearly moments for Porto I think the most important thing for them was to keep this game alive going back to the Dragao in three weeks time so they played with that mindset though they always looked like they had a goal in them just not necessarily because they were particularly inventive but just because Roma's backline just seemed like they had a mistake in them throughout the day. And eventually they scored with a lot of luck, but still the finish from Adrian Lopez, you know, getting that high ball off the wall, he diagonally into the net was absolutely fantastic. And then in the last five minutes, as Roma tend to do, it looked like they were going to commit complete suicide and concede another equalizer, but uh, that didn't transpire. So usually in the Champions League, uh, when uh, the home team wins the first like 2-1, you think the away team has an advantage because of the away goal and it's only a goal that's needed. But because these are two teams that are going through a slightly 
nervous phase because of the campaigns that they're facing domestically as well. I say this tie is still 50-50 just like it was before kickoff on the first leg. There's really not much more to add analytically or tactically to this game. Uh, let's see how things transpire in the second leg. I think it's going to be a very nervy second leg. Uh, I just hope the standard of football is a little bit better. Uh, for now, this is Wasim Parkar signing out.